Greetings. This podcast um, will be the fourth and uh, the last for a while in the series that I started uh, about revisioning the human body, having uh, creating a different perspective on the human body. Uh, if you'll recall the first the first in the series was talking about the fact that our bodies are our energy and as so can be impacted by other forms of energy and our bodies are created of a a synthesis or a cooperative effort between um, spirit and matter, heaven and earth. Um, and I was enjoining you to to perceive of the body in that way. The second uh, in the series spoke of our potential. the way the human body was potentially formed and how how we came to be upon this planet. The third spoke of the importance of the entire period, the perinatal period, within the womb of the mother and just after birth. Um... Between the ages of zero and five or seven, we are almost completely programmed with our parents' models, which of course are based on their parents' models, etc., etc. And so we really learn in a in a deep and non-intellectual way, in a really physical, visceral way, cellular way, uh, we learn the stories of our families, of our ancestors and our lineages. We take the energy and the, the programming of the parent who is more uh, yin energetically onto into our left side and the parent who is more young energetically into the right side. Traditionally, this was um, the yin was the, the mother and the yang was the father, but that's really not something that we could say anymore because it's, um, it hasn't been so for um, a few generations already, that there's uh, much more of a mix. And so later on in life, Issues that are related to one parent or the other will appear more on one side of the body than the other. The other thing is that um, about every decade we work on the themes of one of the chakras. And so up until about 10 years old, we're working on the, on the first chakra and on the fact of our physical existence in the world. Then from 
10 to 20, we're working on the second chakra, uh, and it proceeds as such. So, in very general terms, you can see if, if you apply your awareness of what the themes of the various chakras are, you can see what goes on. Again, I'm speaking in general terms, what, what the basic themes are of each decade of our lives. The other way that we can determine chronology of of issues in, in our lives is that we will have symptoms, um, symptoms that occur in particular parts of our bodies are related to different times in our lives. So that in the legs and the arms, for example, um, the time, uh, around birth, the perinatal time, we find around the ankles and the wrists. And so symptoms occurring in the ankles and the wrists will be related to themes or wounding or memories and trauma from that time in our lives that have not been dealt with. from the wrist to the elbow and from the ankle to the knee is uh, the time before puberty. And you can tell according to where symptoms are on the, the arms and legs what, what time of, um, of your childhood you're dealing with, what, what years. It's actually very, very accurate. Uh, when I am doing body work on people, it's, um, it's actually very, very clear where there's knots or, or dips in the muscle or weakness or um, uh, skin eruptions or, you know, there's a, a multitude of different ways that symptoms can, can manifest. Um, but one really gets a sense um, uh, of certain trauma being being worked on and with the opportunity of being released when these symptoms arise. Um, so each part of the body uh, can tell us if, if, it, if there's a symptom in a particular part of the body, it it, it is clear um, when the trauma, the memory, the wounding, the initial uh, event was that created the symptom that is probably, the theme has probably repeated and repeated and repeated at different times in the person's life and then finally erupts in a physical symptom uh, when, when, when we've done enough work on ourselves, when we've arrived at a point where we're able 
because of the foundation of work that we've done, inner work, when we arrive at a point where we're able to face old traumas, old wounding and issues that we weren't able to face when they first happened, uh, when we're finally able to, then a symptom will arise and gives us the opportunity if we plunge into the symptom, if we listen to the body, if we take the time to sit still and sit with the symptom, we're able to touch eventually um, the, the initial theme and wounding. Um, we can sometimes not right away hit the, the, the deepest and oldest wound because what we do when we, when we hold trauma in our bodies, what we do is we recreate in our lives and we call to ourselves people who will um, activate similar feelings, uh, sensations, emotions um, as the initial trauma. And so we, we cyclically will attract to ourselves um, similar situations until we pay attention and we actually, as I said, sit down and, and and sit with what's going on um, and follow that spiral uh, downward to the initial trauma. Uh, the analogy that I use often is that the emotions and situations that, that activate strong emotions in us act as, as a fishing line that descends down through the different layers of, of our experience, different um, layers, chronologically speaking, of our experience until we finally get to the, the whale at the bottom, <laughs> the, the, the big trauma that we were just unable to deal with. And actually, as I also often say, um, it's very similar to when you return to a home that you lived in when you were little, and your memory is that the counters were all really high and, and everything was so big and unreachable, but when you, when you enter as an adult, everything seems, seems minuscule, right? Well, the, the traumas and the, the energy and the emotions uh, that we were not able to deal with as children are um, are hidden, are um, held onto in our bodies with the emotion of the child, with the sensation of the child. And that's why it is so terrifying to go back there because it's the terror of the child 
that we are remembering. And so it takes courage. It takes a lot of courage and strength to be able to stop running, to stop in your tracks and to turn around and to actually walk towards the, the trauma, the strong emotions. Um, but the way of healing is walking through not running away and as I've so often said the way of healing and releasing trauma is to return to the event not necessarily in in huge visual detail but to return to the emotion and the the feeling of the event uh, and whatever visuals are, are, are present or other, you know, it could be smells or whatever are present. And in connecting with the emotion and some kind of um, relation to the, to the situation, external relation to the situation, it, it might be any kind of sensory um, context to the situation connected to the emotion allows us to release it from our bodies. That is what allows that that particular recipe of of memory and emotion to to dissolve from your body. I started teaching self-health care from a social activist point of view and was working primarily with nutrition and herbs and uh, exercise, uh, etc. You know, teaching people to come back to uh, a healthy lifestyle. But that's not enough. <laughs> and gradually, throughout the decades, um, I've understood that we need to look at symptoms in a very different way. We need to understand symptoms not as, um, as we understand uh, a funny noise coming from under the hood of the car, right? And so we take it to the we take it to the garage and and get it fixed and just pay, right? This is how we've been treating our bodies. Um, symptoms are an indication of a psycho spiritual readiness to deal with what we haven't dealt with before in terms of our understanding of ourselves, our understanding of the, the programming that has overlaid who we truly are. Anything that is not love is not who you truly are. And this is really what I feel 
that we are being called to to realize and to manifest. Anything that is not love is not who you are. And perhaps, perhaps you're ready to release everything that's not love. That's what I wanted to say for today. (laughs) Many blessings. Thank you for listening. If you want further um, support for your inner work, I invite you to go to patreon.com and to look for Heartroot. And there you'll find um, different options, different possibilities uh, with tools, a variety of tools for supporting your inner your inner work from um, weekly meditations to card readings to um, sessions with me, etc., etc., visits to to this um, very special place that we call Heartroot. And um, by subscribing on our Patreon site, you are um, getting tools for yourself to support you, and you're also supporting the work that we do here and the energy that, uh, that emanates from here. So once again, many blessings, many thanks, and until next time. <laughs>